You're listening to Talking Life with Katyan Roach and Michael Adams. We're back and we're talking life. Hi, Katyan. Hello, Michael. Have you got time for me? Yes, yes. Today I'll make some time for you. You know, I'm a busy woman. I'm glad you've made some time for me because that is going to be the subject today. That four-letter word that means so much, T-I-M-E, time, how we spend it, what we choose to do with it. Let me start with giving you an interesting fact that I read, which was if we was to table for most of us, you know, not everybody, but for most of us, the last 10 years of our life, and we were to catalogue what we did when we got up in the morning to when we went to bed at night and did that for 10 years, do you realize 90% of it is repetition? That's a big number. That is I, think true. I think it's frightening. Mm. If I look back at my last 10 years and I really look at myself and say, do you know, realize, Michael, you've been doing the same thing 90% of the time. Is that what living is about? Is that what the best use of my time? Yeah, I guess, you know, that's a tough one because most people would want to do something different with their time. You know, most of us are not in, uh, let me say, most people are not in dream jobs where they wake up every morning happy, singing and skipping to go to to work. But yet they do it day in, day out, day in, day out. I, have a, I had a girlfriend who said recently, I'm not living just to pay bills. <laughs> you know, I need to do more with my life. I sometimes question though, and I know we're talking about what we're doing with our time. So my question is, what else would you do if you're not doing repetition? What would you do if repetition isn't quote unquote living? Then what would you do then? Well, I think that, Part and parcel of it comes down to what, what does repetition mean? Does it mean that we're, we're kind of robotic? So in other words, it's not just the going to work at the same time every day. It's actually doing exactly the same thing. It's actually making the same types of decisions. So even though we have routines, we still don't vary those routines. We still use the time in exactly the same way rather than varying it. We know that lots of us plan for things later in life. Right. You know, some people don't get there. And, yeah. um, and we hear expressions like bucket list. When I get yeah. to that time, I'll go off and do this and do that. Like it isn't a choice now. Yeah. The fact is, we can make choices as to what we bring into the next moment or to that moment that's not that far ahead. It, it seems like the habit of life and the habit of how we use time takes over. It almost we, takes away that choice. Do we get distracted though or do we fill our time with the mundane? Because sometimes we are just so busy doing the routine things that we do. You know, it's like if you were to write the story of what a human's life is supposed to be, you know that humans from from zero to what age, what you're going to be doing when you get to be 15, 16, 17, your life is kind of pre-designed, you know, based on the society that you may live in, for example. So we know what you're going to be doing. And then we expect that when you get into your 20s, 
So your first couple of years are filled with being educated, I guess, to fit into our societal structure. And then you, you, you're supposed to get married, you're supposed to have babies, and then your life gets filled with, for the next 15, 16, 20 years, whatever it is, just taking care of these kids. And then they go off and you hope that you are still healthy enough, sane enough to supposedly, like you say, enjoy the rest of your life, which may mean you're thinking there's some dream of laying on a beach somewhere in retirement. And and that's it. That's the human life. That's the sum total of human existence. So this time to quote unquote, um, mix it up a little bit and, and make things not so routine a lot of people say, I don't, I can't even find the time for that. I'm too worn out from just living, getting up every day, going to work, taking care of myself, taking care of my family, paying my bills. I don't have time, quote unquote, for anything else. It's interesting. I mean, particularly you use the beach scenario. I mean, I take my brother who lives on the beach in mm-hmm. Grenada. He lives there. So for him, his routine is the beach. Mm-hmm. So he wants a break from that routine. Yeah. It's interesting because other people would rather use their time being on that beach. Mm-hmm. He's on that beach. And so a break of his routine is contextual. It's, yeah. it's actually, I want to do something else. And what are the things that we do as human beings to sit back and have a look at the role that time plays in our lives and the role in which, and when I say the role, I mean the choices we make about that time. I look at um, the relationships. I'll use an old fashioned word, you know, courting when you're seeing somebody or you're dating as they say now, when you date, you, you all of a sudden, regardless of whether you're working nine to five, you know, you, you'll, rush home and prepare differently and do something else to prepare for that day and mm-hmm. and get excited and and there's an energy and you're using your time differently and it's it, it's great then you know that relationship develops a, a, a few months on and you've got used to each other and mm-hmm. and now you start to use that same time very differently it isn't filled necessarily with the same levels of excitement because You've now created a habit that has become the way you start to utilize that time. And you've forgotten that actually we can do something different here. Yeah. Yeah. I wondered too, is time invisible? And by that, I mean, time seems to pass with us not conscious of how much of it has gone. So we find ourselves surprised by the fact that we've been in the same job for 10 years or we've been in a bad relationship for 20 years. We tend to feel surprised by the amount of time that has passed. Why do you think that is happening? Why are we not consciously, um, why don't we feel it? Why are we consciously feeling, wait a minute, it's been five years. <laughs> it's, you know, because- it's been a year. I need to do something differently. Because we're complacent and we as human beings like what feels familiar. Right. And, and so therefore there's safety in familiarity. And very often that's what we're dealing with. And also we're creatures of, um, of habit and, and we're, we're like sheep. 
mm-hmm. because everybody else around us is doing the same, it doesn't feel like we're we're making choices that are not good for us because everybody else is doing the same. This is what you have to do. It's interesting that the people who make different choices tend to be the more successful amongst us or tend to be the people that have these exciting adventure type lives because actually how they use their time is their number one priority. Right, right. You know, some people actually put a cost to their time. So if you want to have a conversation with them, it costs you X amount of dollars. Their time, 30 <laughs> minutes, 50 minutes, one hour. Oh, you're talking about lawyers. X, <laughs> right? So their time is very valuable. Their time has money assigned to it. So, so my question would be, is it in terms of for us as the average person who is looking at time, should we be setting like alarm clocks, quote unquote, on our, on our lives that says, I am going to do a time check of my life every six months or every three months or once a week. I am going to look at how I have been spending my time and I'm going to course correct. You're listening to Talking Life with Katyan Roach and Michael Adams. My answer to that is I would do that daily. And the reason I do it daily is because you get up in the morning and you ask yourself, how am I going to use my time today? You Mm -hmm. might know you've got to go into work, but actually, even though I'm going to work, how am I going to use that time today? I know people who sit in traffic jams and read enlightening books or mm. yeah, things like, like that because they've decided I'm no longer going to waste that time. I'm going to fill it with something. I'm going to use it. I'm going to maximize every ounce out of this life that I'm living because they've made themselves conscious that the clock is always ticking. It stops yeah. for no one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess, again, I keep, I bring up all the time the world of social media where a lot of our time is spent consuming. And I guess there, there has to be lots of producers since there are so many consumers. But I tend to want to be a producer and not a consumer, not the person who just sits there and does nothing but consume. You know, I want to be able to add some sort of value to society. And I think that's really interesting because when we talk about the 90% repeat pattern, that can come down to something as simple as you get up in the morning, you make your breakfast, you go to work, you come back, but in the evening you choose to sit in front of the television until Mm -hmm. you go to bed. Mm -hmm. And the, the thought doesn't occur that I can actually do something different this evening. Yeah. Yeah. I Again, can. like you said, we like routine. As some people, they look forward. I mean, I, I was talking to a, a friend recently. She's a new friend. So we're still in the stage of I'm getting to know her personality. And she's one that says, I just enjoy getting home, you know, sitting in my veranda with a glass of wine, something to drink. And I just love that. I don't want to do anything else. And I guess for some people that is making the best use of their time because they do enjoy just plunking down in front of the television or playing a game or doing whatever it is. They feel like that is the best use. And who are we? They may ask that question to say that I need to 
enlighten my mind or, or learn something new or whatever. I don't want to do that. I'm perfectly fine with. Well, I don't think we're talking about the people who are perfectly fine with. If you're using your time in the way that you want to use your time, that's great. But if you are complaining about your situation, but you are in the habit of using your time badly, that's very, very different. And I think that you'll find that there's a huge amount of people, a larger number than we realize, who aren't satisfied with their position, but are being habitual with their time. Yeah. And those, those are the ones that we're talking about. Those yeah. are the ones that haven't got a grasp. Your friend who is sitting down on her balcony using time in the way that she wants to is absolutely doing the right thing. But we're talking about people who don't necessarily know that they've got other choices. They've just got into the habit of this is what we do. So they're, mm. they're just doing it blindly. They're not taking stock that actually the clock's ticking and I'm, I'm actually just falling into this routine and this tomorrow looks like yesterday and yesterday and today looks like tomorrow. And, you know, it's crazy. It's just a cycle. Yeah. A lot of the things that we talk about, I mean, you know, we have these conversations and it's thought provoking for me while we're having the conversations because I'm relating many of this, many of the things that we talk about back to myself. And it's really about, for me, sometimes it's scary when I look up, quote unquote, and realize that so much time has passed. You know, I'm thinking that I may have been doing something and sticking to something to see it to the end only to wake up and realize, wait a minute, I've been doing this thing for five years, for 10 years, and it hasn't reaped the benefits that I would have wanted it to reap. And then I feel as though I've lost all that time and there is nothing I can do at this point in time to get it back. Yeah, you certainly can't get it back. You know, yes. And I feel sometimes this sense of frustration that I've lost that time and I don't want to make that mistake again. But again, I am investing in, in something. I'm putting effort into something and I'm seeing the time passing again. And, you know, you wonder, okay, is this going to reap the benefits or is this going to be another waste of time? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. feel as though you have no control because these, the thing that you're investing in, you have to, to give it time, quote unquote, you have to give it time to be a fruit. So I guess for me, I guess if anybody's feeling like what I'm feeling, that you've wasted time and you can't get time back, I'm not sure if I know the answer to how you not feel bad. Well, I mean, remember sometimes, and this is, you know, one of the things that we say within uh, Talking Life, there isn't always an answer, but there is always awareness of mm-hmm. what's going on. There is always that constant. We, it's in our dialogue. We use phrases like a waste of time. That expression didn't come from nowhere. It meant that we didn't bring much value to that. We didn't get much out of it. So therefore, why would I choose to do it again? But many people do choose to do it again. So 
what we're saying is when you're looking at time, are you maximizing it? You may not be able to always do the things that you want to do, but it doesn't mean you can't get more out of the moment than you thought you would if you change your mindset. Why get angry at someone? You're not going to get that time back. What was the payoff? Was mm-hmm. it worth it? People who don't talk to each other, you all of a sudden dispel all that energy. You waste time on that mm-hmm. energy. And, and where does it take you? I mean, some of this stuff is easier said than done. It's probably the most fair and valuable asset that we've got as human beings. Because yeah. at the time that we're living it, we've all got the same amount of it. Mm-hmm. Meaning right now, you haven't got any more time than I've got. Yeah. And, and so it's very fair in that way. But we're talking, we're enjoying this conversation. So this hasn't been a waste of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think bringing that kind of thought process to our every moment will, will hopefully hopefully bring more value to how we use time and to our lives. Yeah. And I, I would like to close off with something that I saw in a movie. There was a movie with Justin Timberlake where people paid for everything with time. Yeah. Saw that. Right. I don't remember the name of the movie now, but I would often think if that was the case where we had to pay for the bus with time or every, you know, everything we did, even the smallest things, we paid with time. And the reality is we do, huh? we do. You know, just in the movie, they had like a, a digital thing on your hand that showed how much time you had left. <laughs> mm-hmm. And of course, and every day you would go to work and you would get paid with a certain amount of time. Time was a currency. You had to spend, quote unquote, your time wisely because it was digital and you were seeing it and you were seeing that time counting down. And if you didn't, you know, get that time replenished, you knew you would die. I don't think that we realize that we are in that very same scenario, that everything we do, we are paying with time. Every conversation that we're having, every trek to the job, every time we get up, we go out, we, we engage with someone, our time piece is ticking and we are paying with time. And I think out after this conversation, it makes me more aware of how am I spending the currency of my life, my time currency, I have to guard it and I have to spend it wisely. Like you said, I can't waste it on negative energy, being upset or angry with somebody who would have done me harm. Or I can't spend it in, in useless conversations or whatever. It mu- what is the cost of this time that I'm giving to this particular thing? Because it doesn't matter whether I am lazing in front of the television or having this enlightening conversation with you. That time currency is the same. <laughs> if it's $100 of uh, words per minute, it's $100 that I'm spending in front of that television. $100 a minute, it's $100 a minute I'm spending with you. I have to make sure that I'm spending that time currency. You know, I'm making the most of where I'm spending it. Michael Adams, Katya and Roach, Talking Life. You're listening to Talking Life with Katya and Roach and Michael Adams.